Hey Faith Church, this is Claire Kingsley, your Faith Church podcast host. You've been hearing a lot about the Clough family over the last few months with our Easter offering. You've learned more about their ministry of disciples making disciples. Last fall, I interviewed each of our missionaries during our global outreach conference and the Cloughs were one of them. A lot has changed in the last nine months since we recorded that podcast, and we want you to be in the know so you can join with the Cloughs in prayer. In this special podcast episode, I'm chatting with Joe about Faith Church, Indianapolis, and their transition back home to Kenya in the coming months. Hey, Joe, how's it going? Oh, it's great. Good. Thank you for being on our podcast. Um, and I'm just glad that you are able to give us uh, maybe some follow-up from our Go Time podcast, where you guys are at, what's next for your family, and we're excited to hear about it. Oh, I well, thank you so much for the opportunity. At this point, we are looking to go back to Kenya on July 13th. In fact, we have tickets for that date. Um, we will be here in Indianapolis until sometime in June. The kids are finishing up at Nora Elementary the end of May, and that's been a great experience for them. Great. Um, and then we'll have a few other things to wrap up before departing no later than June 30th from the duplex and from Indianapolis. We'll go from there for a few weeks in Columbus, Ohio, where we have some support partners and where my parents are, and then we'll depart from there. Okay. Yeah, so my goal at this point, um, what we're looking at is a three-year term, but we're going to break it up differently than we have in the past. Uh, we are going to attempt to follow the American school schedule so that we would be in Kenya every August through May, and then back in the States for June and July to report to different parts of our partner base. Um, and what that'll do is it'll allow us to not pull our kids out of school uh, during the next three years. And also it will allow us to check in on our aging parents during that time as well. So that's, we're not quite sure how it'll all look once we get to next summer, for example, but that's our plan. Okay. What does the transition look like? You mentioned on this, on the state side, your, you know, your final days or weeks here and when you're flying back in July, July 13th, once you get to Kenya, what would that transition look like? Right. Um, the kids will, and Kim will start at so West Nairobi School. Kim teaching, obviously, a couple of classes and then the kids studying there. That is very early in August. Um, so when we get back, uh, I've got some of the usual uh, legal work permit things to deal with that uh, we always do in international missions. And once we get settled with that, then I will begin following up with some of my uh, key Kenyan partners to check in on them face-to-face -face since we've just been checking in via social media for the last year, mm -hmm. uh, catching up on ministry and, and seeing where we can go from there. Okay, great. Can I follow up um, on something that you just mentioned with Kim teaching? So mm -hmm. when we interviewed you guys back in August and September, we talked about some of your uh, fundraising or support needs. Mm -hmm. And one of the needs, um, one of the financial needs, if not met, would um, possibly impact Kim's ability to teach and your kids to attend school and she would need to, she would stay home and she would homeschool. Is that correct? Yeah. So well, what's that yeah. look like right now? Is, it, is that need being met? Is that financial need? Does it look like she'll be able to teach um, and your kids will be able to attend this private school? 
Yes, we uh, will, Lord willing, be able to send our kids to the school. It's quite literally across the street from where we live. It's kind of like us walking from the missions duplex to Nora Elementary. It's ideal. <laughs> and the school is a wonderful mission school. It was founded by SIL Wycliffe, mm -hmm. uh, which we are all familiar with. And I, I really appreciate the school because the administration is clear that the teachers themselves are missionaries and their goal is to disciple the students into the faith so that when the students move on, they're able to take the faith with them and promulgate it. So that really excites me. So yes, we, to answer your question, we do, uh, we do have the funding for that aspect. Uh, we are still on our overall budget about $800 a month shy of our goal. Okay. So we are still looking for partners for that. Okay, thank you. I'm glad you shared. That was going to be one of my next questions. So thank you. Um, so that $800 a month, can you give me an idea? Is there anything specific that if you were short and you didn't have that money, how that would impact your ministry? Yeah, it would end up, what it would do is it would shorten uh, and change some of my ability to, to uh, travel and work with some of, the, of my key leaders as they go out. Um, right now, for example, as I've mentioned in the um, um, Easter offering updates, uh, we are raising funds for to help uh, our Kenyan partners to be able to travel around and witness what's happening and assess what's going on mm -hmm. so that they will be brought up to the level of being true co-laborers and missionaries with us yes. and eventually, of course, exceed us. Uh, that that's a separate funding element. Yeah. The the funds that I'm talking about here are mostly for my own uh, ministry as Joe Clough, and so in that regard, it might limit uh, some of my ability to to travel. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for giving us a picture of what that looks like. Mm -hmm. um, so you mentioned Easter offering, and uh, this has been something that we've been talking to our congregation about for the last month. Hopefully this is not new news to them that our Easter offering is going to support CMF and disciple making in Kenya, the movement mm -hmm. that you're a part of. So with the Easter offering, our goal is to propel you into your dream of being able to have spend $10,000 a year every year for the next decade. Mm -hmm. So now that um, with this Easter offering, what are you thinking it's going to change for you? What are you looking forward to doing in this first of the 10 years when you get back this year? Yeah, uh, well, just as an update before I get into that, um, as we speak, as we record this podcast, we have um, uh, two of our key partners who are up in the desert Northwest. We wanted three of them, but the third one uh, was caught up in the COVID lockdowns, the, the president of Kenya. Uh, locked down certain counties starting last Friday. And so uh, one of the attendees who was going to go up and, and assess what's happening in the Northwest was in one of those counties. So he was not able to travel okay. um, because of the government lockdown. So we got two of those guys up there right now. They're at a place today called Nakor. And they're looking to see uh, there's some amazing things that I've heard are going on up there. And so I want to hear their report. Okay. Our assessment of it. So that's number one. Also uh, today, one of my other uh, partners to, is prayer walking and uh, raising up, uh, Lord willing, 
uh, some disciple makers in another area that's somewhat new to him. Um, there is a potential um, labor in the harvest there who he's hope my partner is hoping that he can kind of bring along and start a movement in that area. So those are two are ongoing, but you asked about the future. Um, in the future, we've got now that things are sort of starting in a way to open up, close, open up, close with COVID. Yep. Um, I think by the end of summer, it'll be a lot more stable. We have a couple of opportunities to bring the guys together that I work with who to kind of restart the process. They had a meeting at the beginning of February, but now we're back in lockdown mode again. And so we've got another meeting planned in August, and we're hoping that through that, we can really start to, to get the traction going when, when things open up. Okay. Uh, and so we have a, uh, it's more of a, we, we call it a catalyst camp, but it's more of a, what would, what would we call it here in America, a, a seminar, I guess mm -hmm. you might say, mm -hmm. um, that will be going on in either August or October, depending on the lockdown schedule. Okay. And then we will have a follow-up meeting with these guys. I'm a, I'm, it's scheduled for October and I, I hope we can make that. So those funds will go to those two specific uh, things, the seminar and then the follow-up meeting. And then we can all begin working together on the same wavelength. Hey. How bad is this? Is this too super distracting? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Okay. The future of the church right there. That's exciting to hear, um, you know, what you get to do, what you're looking forward to, and how Faith Church gets to be a part of what God is doing mm -hmm. through you in Kenya. So thank you. Yeah. So my last question, I'd like to close with just a few um, points of prayer for you, mm -hmm. for your family, for your ministry. So if you could give our church an idea of how to be praying for you in their transition mm -hmm. in the next year, and also for your kids. Um, I know many of the people in our church would like to know how they can practically be praying for you guys in the coming months and in this upcoming year. Yeah. In terms of prayer for the transition, really the biggest uh, burden in my heart right now is what's happening here in Nora. As I've told a number of uh, people in the church, I honestly believe as a missions practitioner that Faith Church is sitting on a gold mine. Mm -hmm. I think that the opportunities uh, for the church to reach out to the community and to begin filling, fulfilling the Great Commission here are immense. Um, so as in some of the people in the church already know, um, I have been prayer walking with a couple of other saints in this area and also with my kids, well, they're Christians too. So, um, <laughs> and so the five of us have been going out uh, prayer walking and then now we're at a place where we're going door to door to see who uh, God, um, Lord willing is raising up mm -hmm. as, as uh, persons of peace. Mm -hmm. So, but I'm leaving in June. And also one of our key partners is leaving in May to go on another mission. In terms of prayer, uh, I would ask, I would request that uh, members of faith pray that first we can get another partner to join us starting in May, the beginning of May. 
to go door to door here in Nora looking for persons of peace. And second of all, that the Lord used this in a continuous fashion after I'm gone yeah. to begin reaching people in this community. We already have key partners here. We already have some awesome things going on with FIAC and with the Nora Neighborhood Association, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just like to see it uh, complete the circle. You know, right. let's, yep. let's actually go and do it. So I need prayers from the church for this. Yep. Since my time is so short, my influence yes is small in that regard. Yes. Um, and, and by golly, I, I want to see a harvest brought in here. I really do. And I think, uh, I think, you know, the harvest is ready because mm-hmm. Jesus said so. Yes. So um, that would be my first and primary and big thing. Okay. Um, all of those, the, that effort here in this area, of course, requires a great deal of prayer. So that would be another thing that I would want to see. I, I pray that the Lord puts on the hearts of certain members of Faith Church. How can Faith Church come together better and uh, mobilize prayer for evangelizing and discipling this region mm-hmm. and Nora and knowing full well that if we do what God tells us to do, he will do what he has promised to do and it'll, the gospel will start jumping from there. Yeah, so that's the biggest one for me right now, is I'm looking at this deadline. I'm out of here in June, um, and I would love to see someone, uh, others that I can hand the ball off to, and and they run with it. Sure. Before you move on to other prayers, if somebody is listening to this and they think that maybe this is something God's put on their heart, or they'd like to step into action— how do they get in contact? Who's the right person to contact? Do we put them in contact with neighborhood ambassadors? Should they reach out to you? What's the best way to go about that? Yeah, I mean, I'm happy with them contacting me if they have uh, uh, an interest in specifically in uh, Lakeside Point Apartments and working there. Uh, I'll be happy to put them in contact with some of the key leaders and neighborhood ambassadors because they've got some great stuff going. Um, and we saw that, uh, what was it, February 6th when we had the Boxes of Love outreach yeah. where we, we we quite literally had too many volunteers, which, you know, how, yes. often, how often does that happen? Yes, um, yes. And so, um, yeah, so just have them contact me um, okay. and and I'd be happy to, depending on their interest or, or ability to be involved, to to pass them on to either neighborhood ambassadors or FIEC or other outreach opportunities here. Um, And also uh, if they are interested specifically in prayer for the Nora area and evangelism efforts here, uh, I would love to talk to them personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they have any time free, particularly Saturday afternoons and want to go uh, join us in doing door to door, you know, hey, great. The okay. more the merrier. Awesome. Okay. So I'll make sure to include your contact information and a few other, you know, neighborhood ambassadors email in our show notes and in our closing so they know how to reach out. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. All right, so go ahead and share you know, a few other prayer requests for your family if you have others. Yeah, you had asked about the kids. They're doing well. Um, 
it's amazing how resilient they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're in that stage of now that we've told them that we're leaving on the 13th of July, uh, they're both excited, but they're also sad at having to leave, which sure. is a part of being third culture kids. Yep. Um, so just helping us as parents gently um, coaching them through that process mm-hmm. uh, would be helpful. Um, beyond that, I think they're doing remarkably well. Um, and just as an aside, I've, I haven't taken them door to door yet uh, with me when we go. Um, we did the prayer walking together, mm-hmm. but not the door to door. I was a little bit concerned because um, Indianapolis is a new field for me. Mm-hmm. I'm much more comfortable working in Kenya. Uh, and the dynamics there. And so I had to, I wanted to figure to, to witness a little bit what we might be experiencing before they went with us so that I wouldn't have to, you know, explain different profane words and what they mean and things like that, you know, but uh, and we didn't have any of that. Uh, so, um, so I might also be taking them on our door to door. So if people want to pray about that, that, sure. um, that, sure. that, that interest. Yeah, and with regards to your kids, if it's maybe less of a prayer request, but more of a praise, like just you said they're doing really well, you said they're transitioning well, and they had a great year at Nora, so we'll just praise God that it was a good year for them. Yes, I mean, you know, and I'll tell you, uh, last uh, summer, fall, spring, summer, fall, when the kids were, you know, locked up with us 24-7, it was tough on all of us, and uh, I, it's, I've been so thankful to God that since January, Nora's had in-person learning for elementary and, yeah. and our kids have just thrived there. That's great to hear. Good. Thank you. Anything else that you'd like to share for prayer, Joe? Um, yes. Um, the, the last few months are going to be a bit of a wind sprint. They usually are on furloughs. Um, we do have the funds that we still would like to raise before we go back. Excuse me. Uh, in addition to that, uh, Kim is willing to attempt to get her recertification for her uh, Indiana teaching license. Okay. And so that means a couple of days out of the week, she will be uh, on Zoom calls and doing uh, online learning mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to all the blessings she brings as the wife and mother in the family. So that'll be an additional stressor for us as we work through this time. Uh, So I would appreciate some prayers on that. I know many of the the members of faith uh, are familiar with uh, trying to work full time while also doing uh, um, learning and uh, recertification. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll be praying for that. We'll be praying for Kim. Thank you. Well, Joe, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for giving us, um, just giving us an update on what's next for your family in ways that we can be praying for you. I know that um, something that is true about our faith church members is they are praying people. And I I have experienced that and um, I really appreciate that about our church. And so I am sure that um, God will hear these prayers and I'm excited to hear how he answers them and how your year unfolds as we go forward. We look forward to hearing more updates from you guys in the upcoming year. 
Thank you so much. It's been a delight. Hey guys, thanks for listening and thank you for joining together in prayer for the Cluffs. As Joe mentioned, if you're interested in serving with Neighborhood Ambassadors, you can email noraneighborhood at gmail.com. That's N-O-R-A neighborhood at gmail.com. Or you can get in touch with Joe directly and email him at joeclough at cmfi.org.